Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. We actually asked this question in our study. We said, hey, uh, for uh, conversations about faith, uh, where do you prefer to have them? What's Is it mainly online that you prefer? And uh, I think it was 46% of students said that they prefer to have conversations about faith in person, actually. And this was interesting because we would have assumed that, uh, you know, it would be this massive percentage of students that mainly want to have the big questions to be done online. Uh, But it's not the case. I think we're seeing students really longing for that personal connection. As much as they're digital natives, they're still humans and they still long for community. And Christian youth appear ready to live out their faith and share it one personal relationship at a time. But while they are willing, Barna Research, released in 2021, revealed that only 16% of these same Canadians felt they had been equipped to share their faith. In response to this, Alpha Canada has released a new resource, Life on Purpose, which is a brand new four-video series that invites students to explore what it means to live life on mission for Jesus. We're joined today by Tim Gonsalves. He is the National Youth Director for Alpha Canada. Today in Connections, he's going to share with us a little bit more about this new resource, Life on Purpose. He'll also share more from the study that they did with Barna Research. We're joined today by Tim Gonzalez. He is the National Youth Director for Alpha Canada. Let's start right there. For those who don't know what Alpha is, tell us a little bit about Alpha. Yeah, Alpha is a course that's uh, designed for people that uh, have questions about life, faith, and God. And it's centered around uh, a series of talks around food and a weekend away, uh, and all designed for uh, people that are searching, searching um, for answers to some of life's biggest questions. Um, It originated out of a church in London, England, uh, and now spans across the globe, where uh, literally there's been millions of people uh, that have taken the Alpha course around the world. Uh, We've got a youth version and an adult version. And uh, yeah, it's been such a great tool that God's been using it for people exploring faith and some of the biggest questions in life. When I think alpha, usually I think like adults and uh, yeah, well, adults, (laughs) but you mentioned you have a youth program and uh, a new piece of that program's come out now called Life on Purpose. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, in 2013, uh, a couple youth workers here in Vancouver decided to say, hey, we, we'd love to find a way to help students have these conversations as well. Uh, we think that some of the big questions of life around faith and God are, are not just for adults, but young people are asking these questions too. So uh, Jason Ballard and Ben Woman designed the youth series, uh, and uh, we've had two iterations of that over the years, and that resource itself has spanned around the globe. And then just over the last uh, couple of years, we've been dreaming up how do we help raise the temperature of evangelism uh, amongst young people in Canada as well. And so uh, we designed this new series called Life on Purpose. And the goal is just to do that, to inspire and equip and train students for evangelism and mission. And so it's a four part uh, series. Uh, It's got a combination of stories of young people that have been wrestling with their call, wrestling with their faith, uh, and really have been trying to live a life of purpose. And then it's got a, a bunch of expert uh, missional leaders inside of it as well, and uh, who share some raw, authentic stories of how they've been living a life of mission as well. How does this resource, Life on Purpose, differ from some of the other resources that Alpha Canada offers? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, 
you know, our alpha kind of main bread and butter is a tool that's for those that are that are non-Christian, uh, those that are, you know, outside of the church or haven't found uh, their faith in Jesus yet. Uh, but this series specifically is for Christians. And we uh, designed this series for young people that are kind of on the fence uh, with their faith, wondering, hey, am I going to go all in on this? You know, our, our first episode is uh, entitled This Is For You. And we unpack the idea of that Jesus talking about John 10, 10, that he's come to give life and life to the full. And we kind of pose the question, like, what is the full life? What, what is a, a full life in Jesus look like? And is it even worth it? And so we begin unpacking that, of course, yes, it's worth it. Um, and it's actually worth it when we give our lives for the sake of others and for the sake of him. And so it's a little bit different in terms of the audience and the flow, uh, but it also has a lot of the similar things. Uh, there's a lot of breaks for discussion. Um, there's a lot of open dialogue. We want students to feel authentic in their wrestle. Um, and there's a lot of great stories embedded in it as well. It's always been hard to evangelize for young people, right? But I just think like so much has changed uh, for Gen Z uh, since I was a kid in the 80s and early 90s growing up. Will this generation even evangelize? Do they do evangelism Mm. still? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, last year, we partnered with Barna, and we actually uh, asked that question. Hey, what? how does Gen Z uh, participate? How do they per- perceive evangelism? What do they think evangelism is even all about? And we found some really interesting things. A couple highlights for me was that first, uh, Gen Z views uh, evangelism as something that should be done with already established relationships. So the thought of like going to a random stranger is a little bit daunting. And actually, Actually, they might even feel is, is offensive. They're, they're saying, hey, I, I'm not going to just be thrown out into the streets to just talk to anybody. And, and that's really interesting. Um, and so we want to encourage students to for sure still think about the stranger, but they are saying, hey, I do want to have these conversations with my friends. And then the second most important piece out of that was that we saw that high school students believe that letting your actions speak louder than your words is the best form of evangelism. So I think in terms of will Gen Z evangelize, I think they're saying we're going to evangelize with our actions. We're going to uh, demonstrate the gospel. And I think that's quite beautiful. And we've seen this with high school students all over the country and all over the world where they're saying we want a faith that's really congruent with what I believe. And if I'm going to say I believe something, I want it to actually look like something. I want it to actually have an impact in my community and in the issues around the world. And so we want to encourage youth workers and, and pastors and people that are working with young people to say, hey, let's not squash their desire for evangelizing through actions, but let's also encourage them that that Jesus is the greatest social action-oriented leader that the world has ever seen, that he was kind of the first on the scene to champion social change. And we want to encourage students to think about um, action under the, the umbrella of the gospel and to encourage them to understand that and know that alongside the redeeming work that they're participating in. So long answer short, uh, Yes, they do want to do evangelism. It just is looking a little bit different than maybe we've seen historically. Different is good sometimes, right? Actually, a lot of the time it can be in the church. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. This new series was released a couple weeks ago now. What has the response been like from those who have already had the opportunity to check it out and take part? Yeah, it's been really encouraging. You know, I, I think uh, almost your question, Mike, has been the general sentiment uh, across the board amongst youth groups is is saying, hey, it's really hard to get my students to to evangelize, to live on mission. Uh, a lot of youth workers uh, really believe that there's something inside of their students to to that is a little bit untapped. 
Uh, but we're hearing stories uh, all mm-hmm. across the country of people saying, hey, this is going to really unlock something in our ministry. Um, we're noticing a lot of youth groups start to shift from just having kids come to their youth group, but now they're trying to equip kids to be sent out from their youth group. And we're really excited to see what God's going to do through that. And uh, we believe a lot of missional endeavors are going to be started from this. And we're hearing stories of students starting prayer groups and running alphas coming out of this and uh, even just having conversations with their friends. So it's been really encouraging. Uh, You mentioned a little bit about not only are you offering them what they need, but you're allowing them to go out now and and spread this with the community, to spread this with their friends. I'm assuming this is what you mean by transformational movement. Am I correct or am I incorrect by saying that? (laughs) Yeah, totally. You know, we really believe, I mean, I think all of us do that um, young people are the best to equip their peers. You know, they're they're the, the ones that spend every day with them. And I think what we're hoping for is, is that students would realize that, that they get to play a part in the kingdom. They get to partner with God and seeing the renewal of all things. And uh, we're seeing it in so many fronts already with this generation. Um, and so we just want to continue to catalyze that, put a bit of fuel on the fire, and, and ultimately let students know that it's not also just for like the A-type students. It's not just for the, the bold and the courageous, courageous student. It's, it's for everybody. This is for every student that hears the voice of Jesus in their life and is filled with the spirit that they can go and participate in this meaningful work. And that's where they'll find the full life in Jesus. You mentioned earlier, like Alpha, it started in England. Now it's spread around the globe. Cool thing about this program is it was written by youth workers in Vancouver. How is Alpha Canada leading youth engagement and evangelism globally then? Yeah, you know, we've been really blessed because we have now offices, I think, in over 100 countries around the world um, that we we really get to have the front row seat to what God is doing in almost every country around the world. And to see that there's just this amazing movement of uh, young people and youth workers trying to uh, catalyze young people for their faith. I think we've been able to take some of those learnings then and now bring them to each of our countries. And so I sit on a team of, of global youth workers uh, uh, from around the world that are doing some amazing stuff. And then uh, I get to get on the phone with a youth pastor and encourage them and give them some ideas and some thoughts of something that I got to learn from, from the Middle East or from South Africa or Asia, Asia Pacific. Uh, and so there's a real cool global youth community that is being formed uh, by what we're able to participate in. Do you feel that the pandemic has also helped to grow that relationship? Yeah, good question. I I, I think so. Um, You know, yeah, definitely. I would say now that I think about it, because uh, in the pandemic, we were forced to do these types of conversations, a ton of Zoom conversations. And for better or for worse, they've actually been a blessing because it's allowed us to connect uh, with a broader community online. We've had more people tap in and build relationships. And uh, of course, it would have been nicer to be able to travel and connect across the board a little bit farther. But uh, over this past season, we've been able to connect with a lot more youth workers uh, because of the pandemic. Now, speaking of online technology, social media, do you feel that youth are being more vocal there maybe? Or is this an opportunity for them to be more vocal by using social media? Yeah, we actually asked this question in our study. We said, hey, uh, for uh, conversations about faith, uh, where do you prefer to have them? What's, is it mainly online that you prefer? And uh, I think it was 46% of students said that they prefer to have conversations about faith in person, actually. 
And this was interesting because we would have assumed that, uh, you know, it would be this massive percentage of students that mainly want to have the big questions to be done online. Uh, but it's not the case. I think we're seeing students really longing for that personal connection. As much as they're digital natives, they're still humans and they still long for community. And then the other question we asked uh, to non-Christian high school students was, um, you know, do you have uh, any unanswered questions about faith and about God and about life? And I think there was over 60% of students said, yeah, I've got lots of unanswered questions. And to me, that's really interesting because they could Google any question they want and have a million answers. Uh, but students are still saying there's something about the digital answers that I'm experiencing that really aren't uh, really serving the real issues of my heart. And so I need to find it in a different place, which I think is an encouraging message for the church. Going back to this specific resource, Life on Purpose, can you get a little more in depth and tell us a little bit more about what people can expect from these videos? Yeah, definitely. So we spent a, a bunch of months researching high school students and asking them, hey, uh, if you were to have a series uh, like this, what, what, what should be in it? What should be the feel and the look? Uh, and so on the front end, it's a very fast paced series. It, it's uh, 15 minute episodes that's broken up by discussion, uh, a lot of cutting away, a lot of B-roll, a lot of really creative shots uh, that that really speak to the cultural moment that we're in. But then more importantly in that is that it's um, very much uh, leaves you with a feeling, not so much with facts. And so we wanted to be careful not to preach at teenagers. We didn't want to try to walk away with the 10 tips to do evangelism, mm -hmm. but we wanted to show stories. We wanted to show stories of young people and older people that are wrestling with this idea of saying, hey, I know I'm supposed to share my faith. I know there's brokenness in the world, but I'm struggling to kind of get to that place and what maybe some of those first few steps would look like. And so it's high inspiration. Uh, it's a lot of uh, emotional connection as well with the with the guests and with the leaders in it. And then, like I said, there's a, a, an actual model discussion inside of it. We um, interviewed a whole bunch of students having a discussion around this, sharing their different opinions, because we want students to come out of this series and actually dialogue and discuss and share their points of view, which we think is actually probably the most important part of participating in the series. You mentioned a little bit there at the end of the day, though, what do you hope will come out of all of this? Yeah, our hope is that students would would just taste and see that they would see that that uh, the full life of Jesus is actually found in, in joining him and uh, that they would first know that they're loved, that this is for them, that following Jesus isn't for some select group of people uh, and that they can actually take a step, um, begin to have conversations with their friends, sit with a stranger at lunch. And who knows, maybe from this series, God would spark maybe future missionaries or pastors or business leaders that would bring kingdom values into the marketplace. But we just hope that this would catalyze a generation into what God is already doing with them and the church is doing with them, but maybe take it to another level here in Canada. For those who want to learn more about Alpha Canada or about life on purpose, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, you can visit alphacanada.org slash life on purpose. Thank you so much for making time for us this morning. My pleasure. Thanks so much. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Remember, if you want to listen to this full conversation or to any of the other conversations we've had here on Connections, you could do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike Tom and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.